Hello, and welcome to the Learn to Mediate Online podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and I'm one of the leading experts in online mediation. I have personally been mediating online for over five years now, and I have my own fully online family law mediation and coaching practice. Two years ago, after so many of my colleagues reached out wanting to know how I was doing it, I created the Learn to Mediate Online training program. And to date, I have personally trained thousands of mediators in how to successfully conduct their mediations through an online platform. As a leading figure in the online mediation movement, I am privileged to be on the cutting edge of developments and advances in online practice. And this podcast has been created to share that information with you. So tune in each week to get the inside story on how to mediate online. I invite you to now listen to today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today we're going to veer a little off track. Um, We're not talking about online mediation per se today, but we are going to be talking about Zoom. We're going to talk about one of my favorite features on Zoom that you're probably not using, but you probably should be and that is the recording feature. Now, I know all of you out there who are mediators, those of you who have taken my course, uh, those of you who are online in those private and confidential meetings, you just got to shudder down your your spine, right? You're like, never record, Susan. You said that in your, your training sessions. You said it in your webinars. It's all over in bold and highlighted in your online guidelines and ground rules. Absolutely. You do not record in a mediation session, but the recording capabilities of Zoom, which I am right now both creating the audio file for this podcast, as well as the video. Some of you may not know there's also a YouTube channel for Learn to Mediate Online, and all of the podcast episodes are available in video as well, and they are with subtitles um, for those who might be hearing impaired or who prefer to read and don't want to have the sound on. Um, So it's another way for people to access my podcasts. And I, uh, for those of you who know me, I've had three different podcasts. All of them have been taped on Zoom. Um, I also tape a number of different kinds of videos on Zoom. It's very easy to use. And these days, video and video content can be used in so many different ways to help us in our practice, um, in our, you know, just general life. There are so many different ways that we can use video to help ourselves. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So some of the ways that you might consider using your Zoom account that you now have because you're online mediators or whatever video platform that you're using, most of them have a recording capability. Now understand that that recording capability is usually broken down into both video as well as perhaps separate audio files. So know that right off the bat that, for example, Zoom, you can create both a video file as well as separate audio files for every person who is in that meeting. Um, and that can make things like editing a podcast, so to, you know, as I do, much easier because each person has a separate track. 
But let's go to the video part because that is probably the function that I use on Zoom most often other than conducting my mediations um, and all my webinars and all my trainings and all my meetings. Um, I use Zoom recording pretty much every day um, to make videos. And I make short videos. I make long videos. Um, they're all really just there um, because it's so easy to do. So quickly, if you're going to go and tape a video yourself. You're going to set up much like you would if you were going to do a mediation. You want to have that same good lighting, meaning you want the lighting on either side of your computer screen showing light onto your face so that you're not in shadow. Um, you want to have your microphone. If you're watching this on the video, you can see I have my microphone right in front of me. You want to have yourself centered in the middle of the screen. You want to have the camera at eye level so that it looks like you're looking at the screen. So really, that should all sound very familiar to my online mediators and professionals, right? That's how we're going to set up for a meeting anyway. And all you're going to do is get yourself situated, get set in place, go down to your toolbar, and click on the record button and boom, you are recording. You're gonna know because you're gonna see a little recording um, icon up in the corner of the screen and it will remain recording. Now you can pause, you'll see down on both that little icon on in the corner as well as on your toolbar, you can pause the recording and you can stop the recording. Now, two other things to note. There are two ways to record or two places to record to. You can record to the cloud, which is great, except you have a limited amount of cloud space. So if you're like me, who records videos all the time on Zoom, I used up that cloud space very quickly. And, you know, you can buy more cloud space, but I thought, why bother? I um, record on the computer, so that's your other option, record on this computer, and then I immediately save those files into my Dropbox, which is my cloud storage. So it just keeps it simple for me. I didn't have to buy more storage. I have access to my videos anywhere I want to go, um, and, they're, and they're right there. So you would click record, do your video, click stop, and as soon as you end your meeting, that video is going to process, and then it will come up on the screen in a uh, control panel, and you can select where that's saved. So as I just said, I save it into a Dropbox file, depending on what its intended use is. If it's for one of my podcasts, it goes into that particular podcast episode file. If it's for my website, it'll go into the website file. If it's for my email or newsletters, it's going to go into the file for those. Um, if it's for use on social media, it's going to go into those particular files. Um, I find that it's much easier if you keep track of them rather than keeping them in the Zoom file. But let's talk about some of the uses for those videos. Um, so one of the things that many of us are unaware of, I think, is that videos actually are very effective in converting people to being clients. Um, so what does that mean, right? So, so somebody is looking for a mediator. Um, they've heard about you or in some way find you through a search, and they come upon your website, 
And your website has that very lovely, usually boring headshot picture of you. And your CV of all the places you went to school, all the all the articles that uh, you authored, and all the different places that you've worked. Not usually the most compelling. It may like make you look like you're a very learned or very esteemed person, but it doesn't really let the person get to know you. Doesn't let them get to know what about you makes you special. Um, doesn't let them feel like they're getting to know you. So you know what works well? A little hello video right on your website. And for those of you who have gone to learn to mediate online, I have a little welcome video on the website as well as some other videos, as you probably know, and we'll talk about those. Uh, but it's a great way for people to get an intro to you. They see you talking, they hear your voice, they can connect much more easily. So when you're trying to convert people, it'd be great if they called you, right? And you had that opportunity to say, hey, I'm fantastic, you should hire me. But the chance is they're gonna probably go to your website and decide whether to call you or decide whether to send you an email. So that video might be their first impression of you and your best chance to let them know who you are. So I'm not talking about a long video, but I am talking about a little welcome video. Now, the other thing of knowing about videos when you're sending them out, and it could be on your website, but now it could also be in your emails or on your social media. One thing to know, 83% of businesses feel that video outreach in some format 83% feel that it is a great return on investment, that they see a good return on the effort. So whether, you, I mean, your investment, honestly, when you're using Zoom that you're already paying for to record your videos is zero because you're already paying the $14.99 a month or whatever your account is, and now you're creating those videos. So there's very little cost or investment, but your time. So the next thing, and I've kind of touched on it, is that the videos help you build trust. It helps you build a relationship with the people that are seeing it. So for an example, I have a video that goes out in my email to my potential divorce mediation clients when they schedule their first consultation with me. Now, they can do that, scheduling that consultation from my website without ever having met me, but having seen my video going to the website. So then they get a, a welcome. Thank you for scheduling your consultation. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to speak with both of you. Um, let me tell you a little bit about the consultation process. So that when they come to the consultation, they've now been given a nice orientation into what will happen in that consult, what won't happen in that consult. Um, and I, I'm able to explain the materials that I'm sending along with them so that they know when they come to that consultation, we can make the best use of time. But the other thing is when they get to the consultation with me, I don't seem to be a stranger to them. They have now seen a couple of my videos. They saw one on the website. They saw one on 
in their welcome email. Um, I also have a great, I think it's great, I shouldn't say it that way, but I have a webinar that I did, gosh, now about probably a year and a half ago that explains in great detail the advantages and benefits of mediation for divorce, why I feel it's a, a better way for people to get divorced. Divorce in a better way is my website, so I say in a better way a lot. Um, so I have um, that webinar, and I also embed a link to that webinar that's on my YouTube channel uh, for them to go watch if they have any questions about the, the divorce mediation process specifically. And I suggest if they don't, but their spouse does, maybe they want to send that link to them as well. Now, here's another factor that many people don't realize, and I quickly realized when I started a YouTube channel. So Google is the number one search engine out there, right? It's the number one way that people go to find information. Google loves videos. Google loves videos. The more time that people spend on your site watching your videos, the more time that people go to your YouTube channel and watch your videos, the more SEO that you get. All of the... Um, descriptive language that goes into what I'll call the show notes if you have a YouTube channel becomes a part of your SEO. And here's the big kicker. This is one reason why you can take those videos and quickly turn them into a YouTube channel that you link to on your website, that you link to in your newsletter, et cetera. So this is, could be the home for your videos and your content that you're putting out there. The kicker is Google owns YouTube. So who do you think they prefer? Where do you think they like their videos to come from? From YouTube, right? And it's very easy when you start a YouTube channel, which is, I, I promise you, I did it. It is not hard. I actually have three different YouTube channels, one for each podcast and one for my divorce mediation business. Um, and I'm regularly popping out new videos to put on there. For those of you with Learn to Mediate Online, if you go to my website and you see the embedded videos that are there, the free videos that show you how to use breakout rooms, how to use Canva, all that, that is all living on my YouTube channel for Learn to Mediate Online with all the episodes for the podcasts. So um, one of the statistics, um, you are 53 times more likely to show up first in Google if you have a video embedded on your website. How's that for a statistic? 53% more likely. So get a video on your website. Um, I can tell you when you Google my name, my videos are among the top things that come up. Um, another thing that you can do with the videos is it gives you an opportunity, much as a podcast or anything else, to, you know, writing articles, to establish your expertise, to give information to people. Um, I routinely, I did a search on SEO, uh, most search terms for divorce, and came up with things like, what happens when the house is titled in both names? Well, I know what happens when that. So I, when the house is titled in both names. So I flipped on my Zoom. I picked up my microphone and I recorded a quick video explaining that, put it on my divorce um, in a better way website or and uh, YouTube page. And I have hundreds of hits on that. 
From that, I've had people reach out to me wanting to hire me. Um, that is the type of thing that you can do very easily. Pick a topic, any topic, and put out a short. My videos are five to 10 minutes on my YouTube channel. They don't have to be long. They don't have to be perfect. That's the other thing. Everybody thinks, oh, well, it's not going to look like it was shot in a Disney studio. No one cares. If you've watched my videos on my channel, people are perfectly fine if you say um or if you um, stumble on something or if your hair is a mess like I'm looking in the, in the mirror now or in the, the screen now. What they're looking for is your content. And the more content you put out there, the more chances that people are going to find you and the more reason that they're going to have to come and uh, get in touch with you. So it's very helpful to use the video, the recording to make your videos. Um, and you can, again, put those videos in so many different places. I highly suggest on your website. Um, I highly suggest in your emails to clients to just describe things to them. Another way to do it, if you are prepping people for mediation, right? I talk a lot about that in my trainings. Well, imagine if you create a video that walks your attorneys through what they need to do to get their clients ready for the mediation. They need to send them the guidelines and ground rules. They need to make sure they have a good setup, that they have a good microphone. Um, they need to make sure that they know they need to be, uh, you know, uninterrupted for a long period of time, that they need to be alone, that they need to be in a private place and have private Wi-Fi. You know all of these things that need to be conveyed, but imagine a quick video that you can just send out to counsel. It can look very professional. Um, one of the things that I always do for my YouTube videos and everything, I just upload everything to YouTube and then you get a link on YouTube that you can just send out to everyone. But one little nice touch is that you can go to Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com, and you can make something called a YouTube thumbnail. It's an essentially a title page to your video. So if you go to any of my videos on Learn to Mediate Online or any of my websites, you're going to see that thumbnail. And you can title it, you can put your picture on it, you can put your logo on it. It makes it look very professional. You upload the thumbnail at the time you're uploading the video. And then when they open that video or when they see the video ready to play, it's going to look very professional. It's gonna be going to be that, that graphic that you're making. If you have questions about how to use Canva, there's a free video on the Learn to Mediate online uh, website on the free videos link. Go there and down below is, um, I think it's the fourth or fifth one down now. I did it a little while ago, but it is a video that shows you how to use Canva. Um, that's also a part of my social media downloadable program for anyone who wants a little more information on how to use Canva and just how to use video and all this on social media, that program's um, now a downloadable program. So you don't have to, you can watch it whenever you want to. Um, and that's available on the website as well. But the free Canva video is more than enough if you want to learn how to make those thumbnails. So 
The thing to remember today, you're like, well, this isn't something that I really want to get involved in. Just remember that the majority of consumers today prefer video content to reading. Someone just sent me a website yesterday, and it was the comment that came with it is, this looks like a pretty up-to-date website. And I looked at it, and it was literally one picture up in the corner and an entire raft of small, tiny writing that looked like, you know, it was written, it, it was so dense. Um, it scared me just looking at it. And I'm, I was an English major. I love to read, uh, but there wasn't any color. There wasn't any life to it. Um, it was immediately off-putting, I felt. I was very surprised that someone sent it to me saying they thought it was a pretty up-to-date website. And when you looked, actually, it hadn't been updated since 2006. So I don't, I'm not, you know, I won't um, say that that person even had, I, I think it's an abandoned website, actually. But you really can just move your entire feel of your website forward by quickly embedding a video on it. Um, and I show people how to do that in my do-it-yourself website webinar because it's so important um, and easy to do. So those of you out there who have a webmaster, all you're gonna have to do is send them the YouTube link and they're gonna know how to put it into your WordPress or whatever they're, they're using to make your website. And for those of you like me who are doing it yourself because you're a control freak and want your website to be up to date all the time right now, you can just very quickly, I can put a video, I make a video, I upload it to YouTube and I put it out on the various uh, websites or you know into emails and all that. Click, click, click. It's a mouse click. So this is truly one of my favorite parts of Zoom that has absolutely nothing to do with my mediation practice, except it helps me get the clients for my mediation practice. And as much as, you know, I, I am an online mediator, I'm an expert in online mediation, if there aren't people in those seats or on that screen for me to mediate for, it doesn't matter how good I am at online mediation or mediation in general. So I encourage you to play with it. Just understand, you know, you do not need to be perfect. It does not need to be a, you know, Scorsese film style of, um, of production. Um, you can, I'm not going to say you can't, you can use different editing tools and you can have some fun with it. I mean, I actually enjoy now being a little creative and you can add music and you can do all kinds of things, but don't worry about it. That's not what clients are looking for. They're looking for your content. So there was a quote here that I just want to end with because I thought it was a good one for this because I know it's hard to click that record button and get going. Um, but here's the quote from Zig Ziglar. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So I hope you all are going to be great uh, recording artists and video stars. Um, so don't overthink it. Go ahead, hit record and start getting videos out to help you move your practice, share your expertise and make yourself uh, more visible in, the, in, your, in your world and in your practice. Don't forget to reach out to me at susan at learntomediateonline.com if you have any questions. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Learn to Mediate Online podcast. 
I'm Susan Guthrie, and if you liked this episode, please give me a five-star rating and tell me what you did like in a review. Join me each Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. to hear another episode, and be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss one. Send me your questions and comments at susan at learntomediateonline.com, and you can find out more about my trainings and programs at learntomediateonline.com. I'll see you next week.